Hello, and thank you for joining me on this episode of the Weevil Community Podcast. My name is Waimi, and I am your host. This episode, I chat with Grace, who got pregnant at the age of 19. This was 10 years ago. Today, she's not just a lawyer, but spends her time educating teenage girls on the dangers of early pregnancies and how they can make the best of their lives. I hope that you enjoyed this conversation. Hello, Grace. Thank you for joining me on uh, this episode of the Weaver Community Podcast. It's a pleasure to have you with me. Um, I met you uh, yesterday, but I knew that I really had to have you on this podcast today. And it's, I'm, I'm excited that um, you agreed to do this with me. So please, before we start, can you just um, introduce yourself? Tell us about yourself, what you do, um, and your journey, you know, towards uh, becoming a single female breadwinner. Okay, so really, it's nice meeting you. Okay. I, I don't want to go into details, yeah. but um, I want to say well done. Thank what you. you're doing is really amazing. Thank you. Like you would say, super, super <laughs> amazing. <laughs> um, I am Grace Senyala. I am a legal practitioner by training. And I also have my hands doubled in a couple of things. Um, I cater and we also do consultancy to image consultancy to people you know going into politics and all that yeah Yeah, so we do that also and one of my passions one of the things I will just wake up and do is if you say, oh, come come to social school, come somewhere, come and talk. So I'm involved with some, I volunteer with yeah. some NGOs. Um, I volunteer with um, the African Foundation for Exodemal Displacia. Okay. So that's one of the main foundations I volunteer with and a host of others. So basically, yeah. Design things I do. Okay, so you're a single mom. Yeah, I am. <laughs> well, I, like I told you yesterday, I, I really don't like to use the term single mom, so I would repeat myself and say um, you're a single female breadwinner because I mean you've had to do a lot of things, you know, the past couple of years to take care of your daughter, and you know that has gotten you up until this time. So, what 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 would you say are the values and the principles that have helped you, you know, through your journey of being a single female breadwinner okay so one of the things i always tell people is um everybody makes mistakes in my in my case i had my daughter while i was 19 i got pregnant while i was 19 so it had to take me telling myself um, okay, you've done it, yeah. you've made a mistake, yeah. you have to move on because you now have another life dependent on you. Yeah. You have somebody that didn't ask for this life yeah. dependent on you. Yeah. So you just have to do something yeah. about it. Like for me, 
I, I my people that work with me will say I have an A1 in um, disaster management. <laughs> <laughs> like, because I'm a caterer, if you know you're making some more, maybe I found out that they made a mistake and you know there's lumps mm -hmm. in it. Yeah, I always find a way. Mm -hmm. So, I think that's one of the greatest gifts that God gave to me. I something will happen i'll cry over it and, and move then on. I'm, 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 i move on so i i always tell people don't stay down yeah. my main motto in life is a knockout is not a knockdown because yeah. you can always stand up yeah. you can always stand up yeah. so it's one of the things that has put helped me because um if I say it's, uh, it's not been easy to sound cliche, but that's the truth. Yeah, it's not been yeah. easy. It's not funny. Yeah. It's it's it has not been easy. But the truth is, I have decided that um, I will just keep moving. Um, you know, one of the mistakes, um, women who are single mothers who are breadwinners, yeah. one of the mistakes they make is. They keep focusing on the man. Yeah. Why is he not here? You know, why is he not with me? Why am I the only one going doing to the it. hospital? Yeah, exactly. Why am I the only one doing school runs? Yeah, exactly. What happened? We, I, I fathered this child with someone. And so you miss out on all the beautiful things that is motherhood. Yeah. You you know. So for me, it was more or less like mm, I just told myself one day, I was like, Maybe if I was the man and the child was not in my room, maybe me too, I would have walked away. So <laughs> I can't really keep blaming yeah. him yeah. and getting mad yeah. forever. Yeah. So what I'll just do is move on and do everything I can do. It's not like I have it all figured out. Or it's not as if my life is together like that. Mm -hmm. But in all of the confusion and everything, I try as much as possible to stay happy. Yeah. Not just for my child, for myself. Exactly. Because I owe it to myself. Yeah. And I owe it to her to be happy. So, yeah, it, it wasn't difficult, you know. You, you know, when I look back now, because my daughter is 10, and when I look back now, and I never would have thought that I'll get to this level. I never would have thought. Um, before the whole virus thing, yeah. the school called and said, oh, because I missed some PTA meetings mm -hmm. and they were like, oh, I was like, yeah, I saw it. And mm -hmm. my daughter was playing for Kuma in chance. And I was like, how? Oh, how? Like, <laughs> I know that like, feeling. Like, how? And yeah. unlike before, you know, Kuma in chance fee, oh, this social amount, you know, every, you know how they, mm -hmm. this one is 10,000, mm -hmm. the other mm -hmm. one is 20, mm -hmm. like that, like that. And the thing was looking like big money. But for the first time, it was just, it, was, it wasn't as if, you know, but it was easy to just bring yeah. out money and pay for something. Yeah, yeah. You know, one of the greatest issues most single moms have, aside from support from parents, yeah from family from friends is usually finance yeah. Yeah. yeah the reason why you see mono most um um single moms not being able to stand on their feet be happy mm -hmm. 
train their children properly mm. or their child properly is because of finance yeah. and most times okay i i have a friend she is um she has four younger ones mm -hmm. both parents are dead and you know it's difficult for her to hang out yeah yeah it's 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 difficult you can imagine she can't just come and sit down and be laughing because yeah. the amount of things that she's thinking about yeah you know yeah and i'm like oh my you 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 are getting older than mm -hmm. your age like because when I, when I think about it, you're doing so much, you're doing this, you're doing that. But really, because she always has to be calculating. Yeah, yeah. If I spend this, if I spend that, if I take transport to go and hang out, and uh, all these my friends that are hanging out, why can't they give me this money so I can help Use, my... Exactly. Like, so, and then exactly. everything in your life. Yeah. You think now, it will just be like a sink sand. It will, you know, yeah. gradually... Yeah. Yeah. drag every other yeah. thing into yeah. a dark hole so i i realized that the finance is a very 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 integral it's a big part yeah, it's a big part of it yeah. of it of some of the problems we have and for me in my process i wouldn't really say i had finance issues mm -hmm. that much mm -hmm. because luckily enough i had my parents mm -hmm. they were there for my daughter they were there they paid my school fees they did everything that was necessary yeah but you know being a woman and being someone that used to live a certain kind, kind of, of life, life yeah. then your parents tell you oh we're going to take care of your daughter we're mm. going to take care of your needs but every other thing you're yeah, going to have to sort it out yourself yeah. and then there are times when you just want to take your child out. You just want to go somewhere. Mm -hmm. You just want to do something. But you can't afford it. You can't talk in money devotion because... <laughs> I know that feeling. Too much of the emphasis is now on making money. money making exactly. money. Yeah, you miss out on, on, you the, meet yeah. on all the other important things. It's And you now find out that... Even making that money now, it's, it now looks like money is running away from mm -hmm, you. Mm -hmm. Very true. Very true. It looks like money is running away from you because there's something I've noticed that inspiration comes usually comes from a relaxed mind. So, innovation might be born out of hunger. <laughs> <laughs> Serious hunger. Serious hunger, yeah. But you know, inspiration. Yeah. The kind that will not stress you, overstress you. Yeah. The kind of inspiration that musicians used to come up with one song and there will be any millions and billions. <laughs> it's not from hunger. It's really. not from hunger. It's from a relaxed place. Yeah. In, yeah. in, in life. So, yeah. I just realized that... Oh, like you said yesterday, you know, when we're talking, you're mm -hmm. like, you realize that I'm doing so much. Mm -hmm. And, you know, after we had our conversation, I I, I, I looked at everything mm -hmm. and I realized everything is just, let's Moving. poverty. Moving. Let it not meet me. Yeah. Let it not meet me. But yeah. the thing is chasing, chasing you. In as much as the finance is there, it's a huge problem. One of the things I didn't let it do 
because many people might say oh you you had your parents mm-hmm. and it's one thing when i go out when i talk anywhere yeah. in church yeah. i always try to tell people because okay i work with children in church mm-hmm. i'm a children teacher i always start to try to tell parents every opportunity i get your child might offend you mm-hmm. might disappoint you might do stuff that will cause you pain mm-hmm. but the worst thing they can have is for them to lose your support exactly. in life exactly I, I totally agree with that so if you have to punish them punish them if you have to do whatever it is you have to do but mm-hmm. don't let them lose mm-hmm. your support because mm-hmm. I don't in this age and time mm-hmm. young girls are getting pregnant women are getting divorced yeah People are being raped and they are pregnant and girls are still being sent out of their parents' homes. You being a lawyer, there are some things yeah, I have seen. Yeah. They will beat a woman and her eyes will be out. And your mother will tell you to go back to your husband's house. Yeah. These are the issues. Um the last episode um, of, of the podcast, I also spoke with a woman who um, had some of these issues as well of um, violence. I also had violence um, in my marriage. Um, and one of the things that I've seen is that um, I think that women now are becoming, um, I think maybe there's a bit more help outside. So people are, are becoming courageous enough to walk out of certain situations. Um, because the thread that I saw that was common between I and the lady that I interviewed last was that um, she left because she knew that that environment was not good for her child or for her children. She has three kids. Um, and so for me, it was the same thing. I didn't grow up in a family where there was violence. I mean, even if my parents quarreled, the only way you know my parents are quarreling is they'll say, you know, normally to be, daddy's calling you or mommy's calling you right but if they're quarreling to be your daddy daddy. or your mommy that's when you know that (laughs) something is going on between these two people so i didn't ever hear of two people shouting at each other or quarreling and calling each other names you know and so for me i'm like no this is not this cannot be it and i didn't want to you know introduce that cycle you know to my child so I, i think that gradually um, you know, we're getting to that place where we're beginning to understand, more women are beginning to understand. And I'm also happy that there's actually more help um, out there. And also communities like Weevil, you know, that are supporting women who are in, in that, respons- in that um, situation. But then I heard you talk about, um, you know, your friend and the responsibility that, came, that comes with her taking care of her family. And one thing I know is having my daughter made me more responsible. So, do you think that that also played out for you? Do you think that, you know, having to raise a child just shifted a lot of things in your head and just made you refocus? Do you think that that had any influence in in the way that you're living now? One thing is, one thing I am grateful to God for is the fact that I had her. Because before I had her, I was in a lot of just jumping Mm -hmm. around the place, Mm -hmm. not really being wayward. Mm -hmm. But just being a young girl just being a young girl yeah. just and i realized that i don't know I, I don't know what i would have done if i didn't have her because it was like brain reset for me yeah. it was more or less like okay 
now you have you are a woman mm-hmm. you, are you, a, you grow up all you, of a sudden you, you have to grow up <laughs> like now you just have to grow yeah. you just have to be responsible yeah. i started being the person that will that will tell my younger ones no you can't fry four eggs because i know what it means mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so i'm the one you can give money to and i won't spend it yeah. Because I understand what buying diaper is. The cost of it. And baby food. Yeah. And every other thing. And I realized that, um, you know, um, before I had her, okay, let me just digress a little. Mm -hmm. I was studying law Mm -hmm. and I wanted to do theater arts. So I always used to say my father forced me to read law. (laughs) So immediately I had her. I realized that I would want the best for her and sometimes she might not understand mm-hmm. and I remember my dad used to tell me in this country if you want to do anything you have to have long legs except it's a professional course I don't want you to read theater arts and you won't get you don't we don't know anybody yeah. Yeah. so I want you to do something that you can hustle for yourself mm-hmm. That's why I'm saying you can act any day. You can go into acting any day. If it's your calling, you will get it. Mm-hmm. So, but then I always used to blame him for me, you know, forcing me yeah. to read law. But immediately, I had her. Everything changed. I, I started looking at my books more. I realized that, okay, my daddy loves me and he probably did some things that okay maybe i felt were harsh and all that as regards my education mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. all but he there's nobody on earth yeah. that would love me as much as he does yeah. so i would just have to put myself in a place where if i have a child my child will be able to look at me and say, this is my mother. Because I don't understand the idea of Yaga Yaga lifestyle that you'll be in university and you will not come out forever. So I just (laughs) had to tell myself the truth. You have to graduate. Mm -hmm. You would have to do this. You would have to do that. Because it's not only you anymore. Somebody is depending on you. Exactly. yeah exactly. so it, it, it really did a lot for me and like i keep telling people i've been to places that i have appeared in places that under normal circumstances if i didn't have her if i wouldn't be talking to you right exactly. now exactly exactly um yeah. during the international women's day i went somewhere to speak and if you see all the people they called <laughs> professors, <laughs> women, mm-hmm. as in, I even saw someone that taught me in the university. She was oh. there. And why was I there? Because, because they wanted a single mother perspective. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. what's, what's not to be grateful <laughs> for? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that, um, honestly, when, when you begin to look through all of it, um, you know, you just realize that, come, there's, there's more to this thing, you know. I, I mean, of course, when, when the whole 
thing is going on during the times of pain, um, you necessarily won't understand it. Um, like, I don't know if I shared this with you yesterday, but even for me, when my separation was f fresh, for like eight months, I had my days of, I was just going out, having fun. I didn't want to look at my daughter. I didn't want to be sober. Um, I couldn't even look at her. So for like eight months, I wasn't a mom. I had a child, but I was not a mom, right? Um, luckily, as well, I had my mom. In fact, I tell people sometimes now that I think my mom even takes care of my daughter more than, <laughs> more than I do. You know, exactly. So I, I think that we're one of the blessed you know, ones to actually have um, our parents' support and not have people who are telling you, go back, or there's no space for you in this house. I mean, your dad may have reacted, of course, because he was probably disappointed or whatever, but the major things that he needed, that he knew that you needed, you know, he still did that. Um, and I'm, I'm, I don't know, I think we're just blessed. So let's, let's take it that, you know, we're blessed. So when you think through everything that has happened, is there anything you would change? Do you think that through your experience that has led you up until this time, that has made you the woman that you are today, is there anything that you would change? The truth is, for everything that has happened, you know, sometimes when people say, when they ask all these questions on social media, on Twitter, and, and they say, if you had um, the opportunity to go back in time yeah. and change something, I just realized that, finally, where I've gotten to, I realized that even the mistakes, even the hurts, the pains, even the, the deliberate stupidity and foolishness. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that you'll be hitting your head like, how did I do this? Yeah. Like, I can't believe I did this. You know, all those things, they somehow created someone beautiful. Yeah. Like, they're part of my process. Mm. And, um, I don't think I would want to change anything. I think of all the, you know, of everything, maybe just that part, you know, the part you were talking about, you know, when I, when I had, when I gave it to my, my daughter, the first few months. Yeah. And I think it's something we don't talk about enough. Mm -hmm. um, women give birth and we just expect that they'll fall in love with their children. And some people, it doesn't it takes, work. It doesn't work like that. It doesn't work time. like that yeah. for everybody. Yeah. Even the ones that are happily married yeah. and yeah. love their husbands yeah. and are to. Sometimes you don't just understand what happened work. to your body yeah. and all that. So maybe, maybe, if I would go back, maybe I would have given her so much of that attention in the beginning because I feel like. Sometimes I see she and my mom sharing jokes and it's just weird because, you know, if you miss that bonding time, oh, yeah. like yeah. you get. Yeah. So just maybe that part. But for every other thing, every other thing, every other step has brought me here. Yeah. Brought me here, sitting with you, yeah. meeting people, yeah. every mistake, every business floor, every... Yeah character flaw it has taught me about life it has mm -hmm. taught me about people I, I i remember one time i i used to think okay i was getting over my self-esteem issues mm -hmm. and i became really arrogant mm -hmm. and something happened 
and someone reacted in the same way I would you have normally reacted. And I was like, this is so harsh. Yeah. But it wasn't happening to me directly. Yeah. It was happening to a friend of mine. I was like, this is so harsh. And another person was like, well, this is what you would have done. And all that. Wow. And, then, and then I realized, yeah, mm-hmm. maybe I've actually become a terrible person. Mm-hmm. And also, for every step, yeah. it, it, every step teaches me, this is how to treat people. This is how to be a better mm-hmm. human being. This is how to live. This is how to laugh. This is how to love. Because I've known what it means not to be loved. So I know how to love somebody now. I understand what it means to not have. So when I see people who don't have, especially single moms who don't have, mothers who are breadwinners who mm. have to take care of not only themselves sometimes even the husbands yeah yeah we have those cases they are married but they are single mothers mm. when i see such i may not have but i i'm now pushed to, to oh make even if it's just to make a post this yeah. person needs yeah attention and all that and i've realized that in every situation there is something you can do to help someone every situation most before i used to say it's it's off my hands Mm -hmm. but i've seen people move mountains for For me exactly exactly people have done things for me in situations that i felt were hopeless So I realized that, you know, as a human being, I have so much power. Mm-hmm. There's so much I can do. So that's what this process have to, has done for me. Yeah. Um, so you, you mentioned something about um, self-esteem issues. Um, did, did, I'm, I'm wondering, did that come from being like stigmatized at any point um, for being a single mom? Because I know, I mean, in Nigeria, there's so much stigmatization, stereotyping, people just assume that you know oh um like i shared with you yesterday you know something that i even caught myself doing without mm-hmm. knowing that i was doing it i was even stigmatizing against women who were not married um but had children <laughs> were not married but have had children because i felt like i had to defend why i had a child right so do you think that um that there was any correlation between the self-esteem issues and you being um a single mom i think Everything is related because before the pregnancy, I used to be so out there in church, in my street, everywhere. I used to be out there being a Sunday school teacher Mm -hmm. in church, you know, teaching people's children. (laughs) Yeah. Working with teenagers, young people, and then you go and get bullied. So. A whole lot happened. I lost friends. They didn't yeah. die. They walked away. Yeah. And I gradually became an introvert. It's not like if you meet me on the road, I'll be quiet. Mm-hmm. I'll still talk and laugh and all that. But I gradually stopped visiting people. people. Till now, I still find it very hard to visit people. 
I gradually stopped enjoying fellowship mm. and nobody looked like me in church nobody looked like me in my environment mm. nobody looked like me in school mm. funny enough when I got pregnant and in school another lady was pregnant too so I felt oh you know at least I have someone but like three four months after she did try Shana already <laughs> I'm sorry I had to laugh at that one <laughs> yeah so you were your own it was it was horrible And you know, some of my friends, they they did not, they didn't understand. Some of them were quite young, Mm -hmm. you know. And amongst my group of friends, I was more matured. Mm -hmm. I used to be the one, you know, people would come to for Mm -hmm. advice and Mm -hmm. all that. So many of them did not understand stuff. But the ones that stay behind yeah. I didn't know what to do with them the ones that were not judging me I didn't know what to do with them the ones that acted like nothing happened you know this yeah. I had those set of yeah. friends like while I was still thinking so will I give her to my baby I'll be baiting her in a bucket <laughs> I didn't even know what I was doing <laughs> with my life I just you know sat down one day I was just in the room and two of my friends walked in with complete baby sets, Aww. you know, of baths and everything and things that I never ever imagined that yeah. they use for babies. You know, these nail sets, mm-hmm. the ones for mm-hmm. the ears, everything, mm-hmm. even the ones cover their eyes when they are sleeping. I'm like, I don't understand. <laughs> what kind of children are we giving birth to? <laughs> you know, and I looked at it and when they were going, everything was in the in a bag, some mm-hmm. some of them were in a bag. So me, I'm very like together, together. Yeah. So when they were going, I straightened out everything, you know, trying to arrange. You know, mm-hmm. I started feeling mm-hmm. okay. Finally, something now is something is happening yeah. and all. And I I saw the receipt. They had gone to a store, so I saw the receipt. I didn't pick their calls. Okay. That was weird, right? Yeah. That's why I had to explain. I didn't pick their calls for almost a month. They will come and I'll, I'll tell my sisters to tell them that I'm not around. Mm-hmm. One day they had to barge in. Do you know why? They had spent too much on me. Yeah. A sinner. Mm. I didn't feel like I deserved it. Mm. I didn't feel like I deserved it. So it took a while before I could understand that people love for no reason. Yeah. Like you don't have to be anything. You don't have to be good. Like people can love you. And if you are a religious person, 
God can love you too, notwithstanding God. whatever whatever it is anybody is saying yeah. about you. Like, yeah. What I learned about that was God can love you through people that you won't even understand. You won't understand. Yeah. You won't. You'll be wondering why. I mean, you'll be getting favors from weird people. They will tell you, ah, that man, don't go close to him. He's a very mm -hmm. uh, staunch Zala mm -hmm. Muslim, mm -hmm. where he doesn't mm -hmm. like all those things. And then I will go to him and say, please, I missed so, 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 because I had to go for, is it not you that got pregnant? Enter! <laughs> and then people will be standing there and he will attend to just yeah. you. I think there's a favor that comes with this thing that people don't even um, understand. understand. Because I know that one, one thing I told God from the beginning was, God, you've given me this child and you will not let me suffer. You know, I, 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 I mean, I had, I had that conversation with God. I said, you will not let me suffer. Um, I, funny that you mentioned that because also my when I was working my 9 to 5, I was working with one of my EDs who... The whole organization at the time were like, ah, that man is, oh my God, how do you work with that man? How do you work? But he paid my daughter's school fees twice without me asking. You know, he would just walk into the office in his usual, Madam, how are you doing? You know, uh, what's going on? Uh, you know, sometimes you just ask, oh, is it school fees time? Are they about to resume? Bah. Without me asking, he did it twice. And I still had a regular job then. So my salary was very, you know, my salary was very okay. I didn't need the favor, but I think that... But you needed the love. I needed the love. So it wasn't necessarily about the money. It was the thought behind it that right. somebody can just care for you without wanting anything back. And a lot of us struggle with that kind of love, especially when we've been through, you know, heartbreaks or disappointments, you know, so or whatever. You feel that you've given your all Also, exactly. Me, I feel like I don't know. I feel like one of the main problems, aside from finance, that you know, women like yeah. us face yeah. is trying to accept that they can be loved exactly. again. Exactly. Even if they are saying it in public that if like you can be loved again i will find someone that will love me go and check inside inside, inside. <laughs> because the person you you probably had this child for could have been the love of yeah. your life most times they are um they are you think they are <laughs> yeah, uh, you think they are the love uh -huh, of your life. Uh -huh. You're like, there's nobody I'll ever move for yeah. like this again in yeah. my life. Yeah. And you're like, I've, I've been, there, been there, done, done that. that. <laughs> I'm telling you, like, it's a been there, done yeah. that something. So yeah. it's, so I think it's, 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 it's another crazy as aspect. But then, the universe comes back. God comes back to show to show you that there are human beings that care. He cares about you. And sometimes you find out that even for some of us, maybe the ones that 
they were sent out because I've had such issues. Oh, you were sent out of the house. Now your parents are no longer angry. They want you to come back. You say, no, you want to keep mm. sleeping on that bridge. Mm. Because you can't even believe that they yeah, want, they you, want back. you back. Yeah. But they are hurting too. Yeah. yeah, true. Sometimes they even tell you to go. They don't mean it. They go outside and they find out that you've gone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember a father telling me, he was nearly crying. He was like, I expected her to beg. Oh. So I was like, well, in that situation, she already felt like she was, she was nothing. So she, was, she expected you. you. Maybe you had said it over and over again. Yeah. If you just get pregnant, mm. you are leaving mm-hmm. my house. Mm. So she, she wasn't expecting anything yeah. more. more. Yeah. So... I feel like even from the people, even from people that should love us on a normal day. Like I, I today, one of my uncles, he, he was here. He was, he just kept telling me. He said, "Your father loves you." <laughs> I said, "Why? Why? What did you see?" Yeah. He was like, "The way because he was with us for like a few days. Yeah. Like my dad and himself were going out, and yeah. he was like, the way he keeps." And I'm like. But he doesn't show me. It's not like I don't know. But you know that also, I think some of our parents are not um, expressive. expressive. Yeah, they, they don't know how to um, express their love. Growing up, I don't think that my dad or mom actually said I love you to me, the way we say it to our kids now. But you could feel it. And now we say it to ourselves like very easily. In fact, right. if my mom calls me now, she cannot drop the line with her saying love you you know even she says in a very funny, funny way, way right yeah, like my mom but, <laughs> but <my> exactly <laughs> exactly so it's there like we can actually feel it even but i don't think they're expressive enough even for my dad now these days you know you call and you can hear the smile in his voice when he's talking to my you my dad called oh. me on valentine's day do you understand do you understand and I, I think we 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 struggle you know uh, yeah from even from just the experiences you know that we've had um, up until this time but I, I, but I think that as we grow and we heal you know of course the healing process is uh, years um, but then you become more accept accept what's the word accepting yes become more accepting of of love of genuine love no. and then it actually becomes more it becomes easier for you to actually accept love when it eventually comes and it becomes a, you don't stress yourself you don't sweat out small things if somebody is giving you something you don't start thinking what does why this exactly it, okay exactly. even if you are giving me for all the wrong reasons as long as james yeah. as yeah. long as we're doing where you know we are having something that <laughs> if you do something for me oh you call me out on a date oh yeah. normal yeah i don't start thinking oh what is he thinking you start putting yourself in the person's head so you you miss out on so much like you're not even going to have fun because you want to start calculating Mm -hmm. and you are not cassio yeah (laughs) you're cassio calculator (laughs) okay i didn't see that coming but yeah um so grace i mean it's it's been fun um just talking with you same as yesterday I'm, i'm just um i'm trying not to use the word super exciting because my friend has warned me but i can't help it it's super exciting (laughs) speaking with you here but um as we close down um this episode today i just wanted to 
um, ask you to please share with us um, for women who find themselves in this situation um, you know some young girls um, you know who may also find themselves in this situation how how do you um, what would you tell them that could basically help them to get through and just you know move on from where they are and just keep doing what they can okay so a friend of mine was writing a book and he said um, as an entrepreneur I should tell him what my greatest lesson mm -hmm. has been in my journey and after I finished talking to him I realized that it wasn't just my lesson as an entrepreneur it was my lesson as a yeah. mother life lessons it yeah. was just life yeah. lesson you can play with every other thing around you you can um, lose every other thing but please don't lose yourself mm. uh, um, you know in economics when they're talking about um, the important things in business mm -hmm. they talk about manpower mm -hmm. capital mm -hmm. they talk about all that mm -hmm. I, I used to think it was capital <laughs> but then I realized in a in a business as and as in life whatever it is don't lose yourself yeah because and that's what I've learned because you are all that you have man is so powerful this creation yeah. is so powerful that there is nothing that happens to you as a man or a woman or a single mother or a single breadwinner there is nothing that happens to you people have lost billions yeah. they've lost everything yeah. they, they they worked for in yeah. life yeah. and then they gained more yeah. triple because they didn't lose themselves. So as long as you continue to decide that you are someone, mm -hmm. you are valuable, you are important, mm. you are precious. Mm. Mm. Something good is going to come out of you. Yeah. One way or the other. It's just going to be a, a process. But the day you finally decide that you can't do this anymore. The day you finally say, you know what, I'm tired. The day you finally say, what's the essence? Mm. The day you finally say, there's no point to all of this. That day, there actually becomes no point. Exactly. Exactly. So you can't afford to lose yourself. Yeah. Thank you, Grace. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, I hope that um, you have enjoyed this conversation as much as I have. Um, speaking to Grace is fascinating. Unfortunately, I think um, because I'm speaking to her face to face, I can actually see the expression um, on her face and the intensity of um, I don't want to cry. <laughs> I don't want and to And the intensity cry. of the emotions in her eyes. And I can tell you, this is one strong woman sitting right here um, with me. A and strong I'm, woman, I'm, babe. <laughs> don't worry, let's not go into that conversation. <laughs> but I, I'm, I'm just, um, I'm grateful 
grace that you took out time to be with us here today. Thank you so much. Um, grateful for Weevil. Thank you. Thank you. Um, uh, my hope is that um, through Weevil, we'll continue to share these experiences um, to change the narrative one story at a time.